If you want to be a good archaeologist, you're going to get out of the library. This is the Science Fiction Rating System, the podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from 1 to infinity. Welcome to Phase 2, the next generation of science fiction ratings. Brand new dawn of science yes. fiction rating system. Dun, we are dun, dun. The next generation. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Sam Draper, and I'm joined, as ever, by Chris Redding. Hello. And Alex Humphrey. Hey there. I'll ask you both how you are, but I kind of know. Yeah, good. <laughs> a bit tired. A bit been tired. Been for a while. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. Ready for this. Ready for this new way of doing things. Yeah. Look, so forward for, to it. For this new dawn, we've gone back to the uh, creation of science fiction rating system where me and Chris debated for a long time over this film was science fiction. Sadly, it is. And also, it's a film that me and Alex saw even longer ago at release in Toronto, and we lived together. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, let's start there, Alex. You say you've got some notes from that screening. Yeah. Well, I was keeping a blog while we were in uh, in uh, Toronto, which is still around, still on the internet. If you can find it, you can read about all the terrible things Sam did. No, um, you can you can read a lot about Sam though. It's it's interesting, and me obviously. <laughs> but yeah, I have uh, I have the the blog from the day. So it says Thursday was an important day as Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was out, and me, Sam, and Lee. Shout out to Lee if you're listening. Hi, Lee. Decided to go straight to see it at the earliest possible time, which was just after work for me. And then there's some boring stuff about my work, which is, you know, it makes sense if you've read the whole blog, but whatever. The film was just as good as I hoped it would be and not a giant disappointment like a certain trilogy of prequels I shall not anger myself by naming. Brackets, damn you, Lucas, damn you. It was a fun-filled, action-packed movie and although Harrison Ford did look a bit too old to be running around whipping things and fighting Russians, it was still great. We'd all grown up watching an Indiana Jones films and all of us loved the characters and the movie and we were all happy with the fourth instalment. What the fuck was I talking about? Like, wow. I'm, I, I mean, all I can say, reading that back, I was very shocked. But I think, I think I've given myself the answer to why I thought that within, mm. within this because I've written about the Star Wars prequels. And I think that if you think that how, to me, as we talked about when we did Phantom Menace, how awful it was... You know, yeah. for definitely personally, how awful those prequels were, how upset I was. If you kind of just go on the level of please don't fuck it up that badly, mm. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull is not that bad on a first viewing. But yeah. yes, okay. but I've watched it again well, we, and I disagree yes. with my blog. Well, but be, yeah, be, before we get into it, uh, yeah. Chris, you've not got a blog from that era, I'm guessing. But can you remember <laughs> what you thought on first watching of Crystal Skull? I thought it was absolute crap. You did. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oh, fair uh, enough. I hate a more enlightened man than us mm. <laughs> back then. Um, yeah. What can, so, I, can I ask though? What was your uh, discussion that led you to this being science fiction? Because I think some listeners might be like, "Hey, there, guys, Poppins claws. What the hell? You know, is this sci-fi?" Well, there's a UFO at the end, isn't there? Mm. So is that that's it, really? That's all. Well, it's, it's space aliens. You, you can't. Mm. We tried to work out a way of not including it, basically, didn't we? That's what we were discussing, mm. and. Mm. Uh, it's kind of but, got that Prometheus vibe in the kind of aliens helped us yeah. create everything, I guess. Mm. So um, Anyway, yeah, so we're going to go through it sort of more in detail. Before we do that, though, uh, just give, give me your rankings of Indiana Jones films. Chris. 
uh, Raiders. In fact, yeah. it's the order. It's the order. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's the order. Good, I agree as well. Good. Yeah. Just yeah. checking, because some people think Last Crusade is better than uh, no. Temple of Doom. No, it's a cool. bit gimmicky, isn't it? Right, so let's get into it. Um, and we're in trouble from the start, really, because there's a CGI gopher, isn't there? <laughs> Who, I mean, he'd aged terribly, hasn't he? In fact, there's loads of Isn't there more gophers later on, isn't there? There's a whole bunch of these yeah. gophers that uh, show up. And Well, it's it's the Paramount Mountain turns into a molehill. Yeah. It's and it's sort of an omen for what's gone wrong with it. It is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a little bit. The clues um, were right there. The clues yeah. were there. Um, and we go to, yeah, the uh, two. Is it it's Area 51? Is it Area 51 they're at? I think that's what it's supposed to be. I think so. It's supposed yeah. to be that. And we get the uh, Russians who've kidnapped Indiana Jones. Ray Winston's there. And what's what's everyone's opinion on Ray Winston? Terrible. It's, it's awful, so isn't it? He's awful in this. He's so yeah. awful. Like, like, do you think that's the direction? Or are they telling him is. to do... It's, no, yeah. it's just like... It's it's like they're made by kids now. Like, Yeah. But it's still yeah. Steven Spielberg. It's like, oh, yeah, do that. Do that, Ray. That's great. I love that Cockney accent. It's strange, a, isn't it? I mean, I don't yeah. want to jump ahead, but it's a pretty paper-thin character, isn't it? Oh, massively, yeah. And I mean, and I'm, also, I'm it, assuming it, they've just gone, oh, OK, well, he always has this kind of foreign bloke hanging around him. It's normally um, Siler, isn't it? Is it Siler? Who's yeah, the, Sal- yeah. Salah. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. they're kind of like, oh, we need someone foreign in there for a bit of colour, and maybe that is evil. Um, but if you compare like, the character of Salah, like of yeah. how great he was when he meet the family and things like that, yeah. and he's like a yeah. properly well-rounded individual, isn't he? Mm. Oh my god. Yes, yeah, Ray Winston and yeah. um, another uh, a shame, really. Kate Blanchett, who I quite like, Kate Blanchett, but I mean, I she's her. terrible in this, isn't she? I can't stand her. You can't stand her in anything. No, her accents are terrible. Mm. Her accents are terrible. I think she can be good, but I don't think she's good in this. She's, she's monotone. A... She does this like really flat like thing. I don't. It's... Mm. And and she's botoxed. Yeah, really? it's ruined her face, and it's just terrible. Yeah. And again, I think I it's think a very. Botoxed. I'm not being unfair, but it's she isn't. Sorry, it's, but... it's a very odd character because the whole setup, isn't it, is that they've. Mm. Because normally in Deanna Jones films you have a little bit at the beginning it's nothing to do with everything else but this yeah. bit is totally to do with everything else. Yeah. But they're there to... I mean, she's she's KGB and yeah. from... Isn't it? She's there after this thing, this this mummified corpse. Yeah. An alien, yes. Yeah. And, and, and she's part of Stalin's psychic war division, isn't she? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, you know, Stalin's dead so it's like... Oh, okay. This is so like Cold War yeah. uh, Russia... Mm. Which it makes even less sense because obviously, like it, she is. I mean, you've made that mistake because the the Russians they are portraying is a very sort of um, between the wars Russia, isn't it? Mm. Like yeah. psychic para- I mean, they're like, no, 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 they're, they're Nazis, they're aren't up they? in uniform in the middle of America. Totally, yeah. That's <laughs> not how. That's not how the Cold War played out. No, no. And chasing after a psychic MacGuffin because mm. she likes psychic stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, she's basically what's his name out of the first one? Hair. Yes, yes. Yeah, he is. Herr Klimf, is it? What's his name? Yeah. I don't know. That guy, anyway, out of the first Indiana yeah. Jones. But he's amazing. Um, he is amazing, is incredible. yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's without the menace and without the, the reason to be there, but she's there to get this alien back, and they do. Um, but in classic indie style, he kind of. There's a really awful, slow whip maneuver he does, isn't there? Well, see, this is. <laughs> Which, I, think, I think this to me. Very early on, you can see there's very early on a problem with this film is revealed because I read about it and Harrison Ford said that he wanted to fight ageism in America. 
by doing this film with its natural hair colour, by looking like an older man, like by, by portraying the character as the age that that they would be. And that's the brave thing, I get that, you know, to try and say that, you know, it's okay being old, it's not that bad. But for some reason, all throughout this scene, it's like Mr. Bean or something. He just yeah. trips over, he does that swing, he goes, whoa, and then his bum lands in the jeep. He kind of, he, he's on that rocket and his face goes the all funny. He's completely, um, oh. and it, He's you know, a the joke. old stuff. The old stuff was, yeah. It's just, oh, it had the, a weight to it, didn't it? The ant stuff, you know, the ants. Oh. Well, well, we'll get to that. I mean, that's there's there's a turning point in this film, and I think mm. uh, like this action is not great. It's not as bad as it gets. There's no CG. It's all there's a bit of CG. It is all slapstick. But the beginning, a, and also you get to see that. I mean, you did that location is interesting. You know, that big box to locate. You know, where all the boxes mm. are. Yeah, from the end of the first yeah. film again, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's it all. So yeah, we go from there. He gets away. He goes to the. I mean, that, the most interesting set in the film, I think, is the like little nuclear town they've built where oh, they yeah. test the nuclear stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. a nice thing, isn't it? You don't really see off like a fifty mm. sort of mm. colourful yeah. town, um, and obviously the nuke gets set off, and Harrison Ford gets away by hiding in a fridge. Mm. Um, nuke the fridge has become like jump the shark, a byword for <laughs> yeah uh, a franchise losing its way, perhaps, and yeah. it doesn't age well at all, does it? Yeah. No. As Spielberg said about that, blame me, don't blame George. That was my silly idea. I'm proud of... Oh, hold on. I've got the quote here. Uh, I'm proud of that. I'm glad I was able to bring that into popular culture. So that's like Spielberg basically is, is says he's all right. But then Lucas denied that, saying Spielberg was protecting him. Uh, according to Lucas, he had assembled a dossier of research data to convince Spielberg. Lucas stated that his research <laughs> claimed the odds of survival in the refrigerator are about 50-50. So, wow. uh, so basically, I would love to see George Lucas's research yeah, file on. Yeah, yeah. but like, <laughs> so basically, <laughs> like, is it that Spielberg feels so sorry? What for it George is Lucas? is like he like does a mock up of it with like a Jar Jar Binks doll <laughs> in a in a fridge, and then sets off like a firework <laughs> and goes, yeah. "There's the proof." <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, that's uh, credit to Steven Spielberg for being a nice mate. But if it's not his idea, why is he saying, oh, no, no, that was me. I came up with that. Well, I yeah. think it's because, uh, not to skip ahead, but have you read the quote about the UFO turning up? No. And basically, well, we'll, we'll get to it at the end. We'll get okay. to it at the end. We'll All save right. that for now. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so, so Lucas's fault. It's no, a terrible sorry, opening. They also weave in like some of like that, you know, the rocket like sled Thing. Oh, oh yes, like yeah, weaving yeah. multiple things, which I don't know whether that they're all happening at that period of time. It's kind of like they've just mashed a load of fifties things together. Yeah, Area Fifty One, the nuke testing, that rocket sled thing. Yeah, it's they've the kind also... of nostalgia that that led to Back to the Future being good, but done wrong, isn't it? Mm. That nostalgia yeah. for fifties America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also, I think, also that opening scene is so telling because it also mashes together a lot of things from Indiana Jones films. So, like, there's the horrible gruesomeness of those Russians' faces being burnt off. Yeah. Mm. And then there's, like, a lot of people's faces get burnt during this film or get destroyed. And yeah. it's like they just went, oh, everyone loves that bit in the first one. Let's have loads of people's faces melting. Like, yeah. it's a very odd kind of way of making a film. To just, it's almost like a smash hits. They all do now, isn't it? Well, yes, like, this is the problem of like um, of Star Wars. Yeah, now. this is the game. I, I totally agree. Um, is it? I'm not saying this film invented it, but this film is a very heavy kind of. Um, it's like let's do the same thing again. It's like no, think about something new because when Indiana mm. Jones came out, they no one knew anything about Indiana Jones, and it was sold as a new idea. But yeah. We can't do that now. 
There was zero risk. I think it did invent this. I, I don't think there's an example before it. Of, okay. I had a look back. I mean, especially like Spielberg. He was kind of on a good run before Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like he did, you know, that War of the Worlds wasn't too bad, was it? He no. was doing a lot of like dark um, Munich, things like that, you know. Yeah. And it does definitely seem as though this is the turning point where, you know, the end game of this is Ready Player One for, for Spielberg. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's horrible opening. It's an yes. absolutely horrible opening to this film. It really... It is. It just is upsetting. I found it actually quite upsetting, to be honest. So it, it brings it back slightly when you get back to, obviously, uh, where Indiana Jones teaches. Where, do you know where that is? Where he's meant to be? What town he's in? No. No, normally. I don't know. No. I never really... Is it Mass- Massachusetts, isn't it? It's normally that kind of... It's a nice looking place, anyway. Yeah. What you mean by the uh, motorbike thing? Where, where is his school his, is? Where's his university? I think it's yeah. in like um, Boston or something, isn't it? Yeah, is it like Ivy League kind of thing. Yeah. Is that that yeah. area? Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So he's back there, and obviously Denim Elliott's dead. So we get Jim Broadbent, who I think really is doing all he can be expected to do, isn't he? Really being an oh, English yeah. bloke bumbling yeah. about. He doesn't get yeah. much to do, does he? To be honest, no, no. He, um, he's, he's, he's all right. He, he does his. He does his would, best. Would this film be better if, like Last Crusade, he? Played the Dame Elliot role and went round the world with Indy Jones instead of Ray Winston. Yes. Mm. You think? Would have been a much better film. He's a better yeah. actor. He would have been able to, you know. It's, a, it's a funny, actor. during that scene, he says that, that, that Dean Charles Stanford, because Indy says, oh, brutal couple of years, everyone's dead. And he says, I quote, we, we seem to have reached the age where life stops giving us things and starts taking them yeah. away. And I've written in huge capitals, talking about the film. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how I feel about this film it's not giving us anything it's taking it away I, so I think though my note is like that. I just put high point I think this is the best film like scene of the film because yeah. it looks like the old ones yeah they've got a, a competent replacement for the guy who died yeah um, I think I think Harrison Ford looks quite good as a teacher he's aging to yeah. that role obviously yeah, that's true, and, true. Um, yeah and the second kind of... isn't bad and they give a bit of the background about the kind of red peril and commies are everywhere and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. Brody. There's a good, there's a few. Yeah, Brody. You get the little like desk photos and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, but then any goodwill you've got built up comes crashing down when Dow Jones gets on the train and Sheila Buff turns up. Mutt. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, he wasn't a leading man then, was he? I mean, now obviously he's an absolute crackpot, no. isn't he? But this idea that he is a new Indiana Jones is—it's frankly absurd. To, isn't it? Like, te- were they trying to get him to take over? Were they? Is that the was that the idea? Or? I'm not sure because obviously the bit at the end he he goes to pick the hat up, doesn't he? But then Indiana Jones mm. takes it back. But I, I they must have been thinking about another one, mustn't they? With him in a more of a because why else put him in there? Mm. I did. I did write down at this point that Indiana Jones always has sidekicks. And yeah. he needs sidekicks. I get that. It's like a short round. Yes, he's a bit like short round. But, but short round was annoying. He was annoying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I was, I was like, what's wrong? So I was, I was thinking, I was thinking, he always has a sidekick. So it's not that he's a sidekick that's a problem. And then I was thinking, oh, it's because he's related to him. Spoilers, he's related to him. And then I thought, no, but but Sean Connery was, worked, that worked. And all that wasn't great. It didn't... It didn't. It wasn't terrible. So why doesn't this work? I don't know if it's because I think you're right in that they're not they're not actively saying this is the new Indiana Jones, but by giving him oh he's got a knife, not a whip, 
and he dresses yeah. like Marlon Brando, not like I mean, an old serial, you know, an old adventurer. Yeah. They yeah, are I mean, trying to make like, oh, look, it's another Indiana. He's, com- he's supposed to be equal to Indy, not like a mm. kind of annoying. He's not like a comedy relief. He's supposed to be an equal, which is what yeah. doesn't work. Well, but also at this point, he's not got those family ties explicitly there, and he's still just an awful, annoying character, isn't he? Like yeah. the whole scene in the diner where they're like going over the plan and they've got to go meet the ox, yeah, who, um, yeah. and they've got to go off and go to prune all this sort of stuff. It's just very wooden. The dialogue's very like awful. His whole like yeah. brash sort of, oh, I'm too cool for you, and this kind of thing is terrible. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. work, does it? Like, there's no. no chemistry. I think Harrison Ford. <laughs> Is hiding, trying to hide like a deep-seated hatred of this boy, LaBeouf. Doesn't seem impressed by him, does he at all? Well, did you have um, you read the, uh, have you read Shear's comments after the film came out? What he said? No. So at the 2010 Cannes Film Festival, LaBeouf told Los Angeles Times he had dropped the ball on the legacy that people loved and cherished, and felt that the movie could have been updated. We just it misinterpreted what we were trying to. Satiate, he said, which is a word that means satisfied. I didn't know that. Uh, in 2011, in response to LaBeouf comments, Harrison Ford said, I think I told LaBeouf he was a fucking idiot. As an actor, <laughs> as an actor I think it's my obligation to support the film without making a complete arse of myself. Shia is ambitious, attentive and talented, and he's learned how to deal with a situation which is very unique and difficult. LaBeouf said he regretted the comments and their effort and the effect on his relationship with Spielberg. He told me there's a time to be a human being and have an opinion and there's a time to sell cars. It brought me freedom, but it also killed my spirits because this was a dude I looked up to like a sensei. So basically, by being a dick, he basically alienated Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg completely. So is this the birth of insane <laughs> LaBeouf then, maybe? Maybe it was. Maybe he couldn't handle yeah. the fallout of this, really. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not like Transformers where it's just people, you know, like me going, you've ruined my childhood. You know, there was yeah. a lot of people that liked Transformers and it made a lot of money. Um, but with this, it was a big, you know, big deal. A little bit, little bit of trivia about the diner scene. Do you know Ooh. the girl is who punches uh, LaBeouf? No. That is who? Steven Spielberg's daughter. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Getting, getting a revenge on him for later yeah. <laughs> for later comments, perhaps, slagging it off. Yeah. Uh yeah, so they're off then trot, globetrotting, as you do. Yeah. I like the it's map. All... They use the map again. That's good. Mm-hmm. You feel good about that. Classic map. Classic map. Uh, it's all a bit tired, isn't it, though, really? Mm. And Ray Winston's following about, and it's all a bit sad. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've kind of got no notes in this because it's just a bit... It's, they're trying to get that whole... It's in, you know, when they go to Venice in uh, Last Crusade mm. and when he mm. goes to Egypt in... Raiders of the Lost Ark, but there's just no, there's no chemistry, there's no snappy dialogue, there's no... Mm. No, I mean, again, it's like a best of, isn't it? They go to a temple, there's some natives who try and fight them. Didn't they like how, they, how it was done and yeah. the locations? Like and... when they go they go to that like grave robbing scene and there's those like guys jumping around with the, you know, like the, the, the dart things yeah. trying to hit them, but there's just no, it just feels tired, doesn't it? Yeah. It doesn't feel offensive yet in the way the film gets for me. Like it's still a set. There's still not much CG. It still feels like an eighties film in some ways. Mm. Just a tired eighties film. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, kind of. It... Sorry, go on. I was going to say about about an hour in. It does. I've written it that it is confirmed that it's spacemen. It does kind of at that point with the skull and everything. You are kind of like oh, okay, this is, you know, this is aliens. It's not. You're not going to get away with it being something else so it is a bit it yeah, does kind and, of but they're still its... going with that Indiana Jones is sceptical of everything despite the fact he's yeah. got no reason to be sceptical has he because it's like a they get the skull don't they it's a thing he's never a material yeah. that can't exist yeah you know 
it that's where it just goes completely um, not Indiana Jones for me. Like, yeah. But he's seen some shit. I mean, Indiana Jones has seen some shit, hasn't he? He's seen some pretty amazing stuff. (laughs) But why would aliens be... Oh, no, but hold on. You know, the the cup of Christ, uh, an ark of the covenant. But it kind of drops the ball, though, because they were all mythical. Mm, Yes, I agree. Within magic. Yeah, this completely... It, like, pops the balloon of what Mm. the universe is. Definitely. I agree. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. It was the wrong... Completely. it was the wrong thing to go, the wrong artifact to go down, wasn't it? And there isn't, yeah. I mean, not to jump ahead, but there isn't enough explanation at the end Considering to make it make any sense. That they could have gone with in the, in the world. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it is, as you say, the turning point for the film in a way. Um, especially, so this is like, for me, up until now, it's a boring Indiana Jones film. Mm. I think when Karen Allen appears... <laughs> and so after after this scene, obviously they get captured by the Russians. Go back to yeah. the Russian camp. You've got uh, John Hurt there as the ox. He's Everyone's right. there basically. Mm. He's okay. Yeah. But then Karen Allen comes out of the tent, and um, like she's not a good actor at all. No. She's terrible. There's a reason you don't see her in anymore. The original one. She was just right for what it needed. She's all right in the original one. I, I mean, I don't think she's. I don't think she's particularly good in it. But she's yeah. She's she's the the role, isn't she? It was she? perfect. She what she did in the first one. But her you know, coming back, they've all aged. It's they, like Carrie Fisher. I don't think is any was any good in totally. Yeah, yeah. New Star Wars ones, you know. But what happens from her returning is that everyone becomes like uh, just immune to everything and in their own mm. bubble of mm. this is family a family drama yeah. or a comedy family thing where yeah. no one can get hurt. No, there's no consequences and everything is just complete nonsense. And without a doubt, that, that, that's the switch in the film for me. After Karen yeah. turns up. Right, so in straight after that, they run, they escape, right? Yeah. Oh no, before that, sorry. There's the bit where they um, <laughs> they work out what the ox is doing. So John Hurt is doing this weird thing in the air, which quite clearly he's just <laughs> writing, isn't he, with a pen in the air. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Indy has the brilliant yeah. moment of going like get him some paper and then uh, <laughs> yeah and uh, what is it um, Kate Blanchett written down she goes oh auto writing I should have seen this yeah you bloody should have seen this he's just writing with a pen in the air yeah, it's yeah, not the biggest yeah. mystery it's a pen yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so with that he works out where they're going to go but so then um, Indiana Jones escapes with the whole lot of them mm. and they fall in some quicksand and oh man oh man that scene yeah yeah. So I've, yeah, they're in mortal peril, aren't they? You know, well, they could yeah. possibly die here. You'd think. Yeah. Only they're arguing about, uh, you know, what happened in the past. They're revealing that that uh, thing is the sun. She loves yeah. the sun, and they're rescued by a, a like giant expanding snake that yeah takes oh. their weight and oh, they're man. pulled out by a rubber snake I, I have written fuck this film at this point I've, I, I've got the exact same note yeah. in capitals fuck because this I, film yeah. I know what you're saying about her that she was she is annoying but there kind of is a rhythm to the film before this scene where you're like okay but things are being taken a bit more seriously the bit when they hook him up to the skull and mm. Oxley's kind of an interesting character and you're a bit more like oh we're, we're, we're on a trail we're discovering where to go and you kind of feel a bit more like it's an old Indiana Jones but there yeah. this scene of just this rubbish I mean like even children don't find this kind of slapstick it's like a kind of sitcom like yeah, you know totally. like yeah. a family oh, a wacky family sitcom it's like it's just, the uh, it's like that gremlins thing I sent you you know where oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like the the brainstorming has yeah. got out of control and it's from here on in the film like totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Because and in fact, they're caught in the when they're in the truck in the next scene and they're arguing and the Russian just says, Oh, for the love of God, sure. shut up. Yeah. And you're yeah, just yeah. like, Yeah, that's what everyone watching this film is thinking, yeah. like, yeah, shut up. This isn't But also, I mean that that scene, the, the quicksand scene and the truck scene, that is yeah. all it takes for like thirty years of estrangement. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones leaving her to raise a son on her own. Mm. All this has gone and they're now back in love and you know, that's it. Oh, that's all it takes. Now we're a perfect yeah. happy family. The kids are a bit rebellious, but we're off on an adventure together. And you just don't buy it, do you at all? No, no, no because because they even bring up the fact that he's had multiple women, and you know how many women has he left behind? Yeah. And he just goes, "Oh, but none of them were you." And it's like, but no other film has made even a vague attempt to make you think that she's the totally. one that got away. Not at all. No. And in fact, I read, isn't there? There's all this stuff about the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles that he's married to someone that has like a teenage daughter or something, or like there's a whole. Oh right. Yeah, there's something else where they have done like them having a kid, but it's a girl. Um, so it's completely wrong for this anyway. So like, it's not even like it's some oh yeah, but in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles or in some book somewhere he ends up with her. I think they just made this up out. They plucked it out of their arse so, basically. Before we get into like the obviously the the CG fest of the rest of it. Um, do you think there's a way they could have made this work? Like, where they bring back Karen Allen and it's not like this? If she died. She's dead. No, she, she she'd in been film. in it and then they'd, and he'd been bickering and it'd all been really funny and then Kate Blanche had been like, enough, and slit her throat really graphically. <laughs> and she just like bled out in front of Indy and that was the point where he realised this isn't a game anymore, this is serious. And then the rest of the film was like stone cold serious, it wasn't even, <laughs> like it was like taken, he's like on revenge against Okey the Russians. Okie Dr. Jones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, short rounds, yeah, chained, I don't know, if it, if she'd maybe been killed so you felt a bit like there was some kind of drama maybe, but... I, well, I thought of a way you can make it worse. Okay. Right. Oh, worse? Oh, yeah, they, they get in these vans and they're like going, doing this nonsense in the vans yeah. where they've got like, this little fight scene and they're all like trying to... Where, where are they racing to? Are they racing anywhere in particular or just running just away from each other? Cutting down, mad. It's cutting down yeah. trees, aren't they? Just cutting and then, trees. And then he's swinging through trees with the monkeys. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, so that's... the monkey bit's happening. Also, yeah. before that, um, a, a, a tyre rolls across the... Um, the jeeps and literally crushes a pause oh, it, it crushes the seat yeah. where they're sitting yeah you know so if there's any doubt of the fact they're wearing plot armour is the fact that in this scene they should all be dead and no, they just I, they just yeah. laugh it off and you know I think I actually rewound that because it's it does really go straight over every, they just bend down don't they yeah it but is they should be ridiculous. crushed yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so the only way when a player, the only way it gets worse is that when Sheila Buff starts swinging across the monkey wires, mm. is you hear a shrill voice and Kate Capshaw <laughs> from <laughs> Temple of Doom swings across, moaning and whining about everything as she did in that film, and she joins in. And you've got both uh, of them having a, like an inter. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Like a little fight between oh, three of them. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. So obviously, she's married to uh, Spielberg, isn't she? So she must have so been she around. Could, yeah. What? Yeah. She could have popped yeah. up. They should have had short round. Turns out to be one of the Russian guards. Driving yeah. because he was a good driver. Short round. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Why not have Chinese villains or Asian villi- villains? And it's short round. Oh, yeah. short round's the lead of the villains. Betrayed mm. him all along. Okie oh dokie, my god, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. No okie dokie. And that's how he knows. Like he's, he goes okie dokie. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Joe. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. Short round's back. Yeah. Um, this obviously... is also. Go on. No, I was going to say this is also during this whole stage. What makes it worse is this whole Ray Winston, ah, oh, Jonesy, Jonesy, I'm a double oh, agent, ain't I? I told you, I told you, I told you, I'm a Jonesy. And you're just like, but even if that, it's not, number one, it doesn't matter, because who cares? Because the Russians keep finding them anyway. 
And his whole, his whole, nothing about him. The only thing he does in the whole film is lay a tracking thing down, isn't it? Yeah. That's the only thing of consequence he does. Yeah. No, he's just awful. And I don't know, I don't know why, they give him too much screen time almost. I don't know why, I don't know why he's even in it this much. You know, he's not, he's not like Oxley that is an important person to push the plot on. He's completely useless. He's not even funny. He's not even a funny character. Yeah. Anyway. He is to Americans. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, maybe just his voice is... Uh, Chris, were you going to say something about... you got something about the... This? Well, I was just thinking of, like, how classy the original one was with nothing. Like, how, you know, when they... And the original, you know, little gags of, like... You know, when they went to the Temple of Doom and they were, like, trying to have dinner and just, mm-hmm. like, all the... It's procession of gags and re- really, really good and iconic... And now it's just layer upon layer of CG crap. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think of like Ray's Lost Ark, that classic scene with the guy doing all the sword stuff on the, you know, under Mm. the, uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, when he gets on the airship, you know, Mm. not not much really happening, is there? But it's just so, well, this is, this is the, uh, Phantom Menace of Indiana Jones, isn't it? This. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think he's learned the lessons of, no, totally, yeah. I mean, I think they've, they've learnt the wrong lessons, haven't they? They've learnt the lesson of... Cause Phantom they came Menace, out of it thinking that everyone wanted, one, everyone wanted more CG. Well, yeah. no, I think it's. I think they've come out with... Like, Phantom Menace tries to start its own story, doesn't it? Like, mm. very separate to the old trilogy. And that is a failure. So Attack of the Clones and stuff like that gets closer to the old... You know, Revenge of the Sith especially gets close to the old Star Wars. Mm. Indiana Jones thinks, oh, no one like Phantom Menace doing a new story, so we double down the old story <laughs> and just do everything all over again. You know, yeah. mm. and that, as you say, is what all films are doing now. All these remakes, it's just it's just the same from over and over again. That's mm. Indiana Jones' fault. Anyway, yeah. So we go down the jungle. We go down the waterfall, which is, I mean, they do it three times, don't they? And yeah. you just sit there thinking, is this? Are you literally just taking the piss now. This idea of like. <laughs> They're invincible, so let's just chuck them down three well, there was waterfalls. That gag in the first film, wasn't there? So, what's the one in the first film? They'd, they'd, they would go down the waterfall in a raft, don't they? In the first one, I've I forgotten think. that. Yeah. yeah, me too. That's, that's what the gag is. Oh, oh right, okay. Oh, oh now there's three. Oh, right, okay. Just before that, the ants <laughs> are terrible. Oh, sorry. Yes, the ants. Was that before? Is that before that? But yeah. the, the ants made me write down something which is really really awful about this film is that there's a scene where the ants try to take his hat away yes. and he gets his hat back and the Indiana Jones scene plays and it made me realise that they all the way through the film for completely pointless moments they just play the Indiana Jones theme for things that it's not because they're particularly impressive things they yeah. just seem to like every so often oh hey everyone here's the indie theme like don't forget it's really really annoying and it actually kind of completely ruins that theme because it just mm. seems to be played oh look you know he's hit someone I'll play the theme oh he's, he's fallen on his ass. oh he's escaped in the fridge but they it's don't play any everywhere. like the nuanced parts of the music like the no 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 it's just the big bit isn't it it's just mm. the big duh, 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 that's it but anyway the ants one is a particularly low moment of using the Indiana Jones theme um, is, yeah yeah and this, then that man is just horrifically ants. murdered by ants like yeah the Russians get their numbers thinned by the ants yeah uh, Kate Blanchett just about gets away I, I started to feel a bit sorry for Kate Blanchett at this point because a lot of her men die during these scenes like like you say they seem to Indy and his mates there's too many characters they all seem invulnerable they're not going to get hurt but she's lost quite a lot of people by this point I felt a bit like oh I just don't. I mean, it's like it's such a caricature, yeah. caricature character. I couldn't even like 
I don't yeah. care. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Feel no. in a thick. You don't. Also, there's not really the thing they're actually after isn't because you don't really know at this point why they're after the thing they're after do that she wants ultimate no. power. And so when yeah. when this happens, you just think you've got the tracking bugs down. Just go home. Go in and get some rest. Bring some more people back. You <laughs> get know, <some> rest. <laughs> go get don't worry about it. At the beginning you know. of Raiders, it was clearly said that if Hitler gets hold of the Ark of the Covenant, yeah, the Nazis yeah. will be invincible. Yeah. 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 Yeah, why are they doing to... it? Yeah, why are they doing it? What's well, the... in the last minute, she said she wants ultimate power, doesn't she? But, like, I don't know how she has come to the conclusion that's what she'll get by looking into the alien's eyes. No. No, like, it's... What is the... You know, no. all they know is that there's a, a, a spaceship's crashed somewhere and there's some dead bodies. They don't know anything of... Oh, and that they had a city of gold at some point. Yeah. But she's not there for the gold. She's there for the, the knowledge, which we don't know why she's there. Mm. Anyway, before we get to that, one little bit on the way there. So the waterfall happens... They go through another like very eighties like small uh, set of a cave where where there's this race of people <laughs> protecting the gold city who apparently live within the walls. Remember <laughs> mm. yeah, this bit where they like break yeah. out of like the polystyrene concrete. Yeah. So what's the deal there? Are they like been waiting there for <laughs> thousands of years? <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. It's do they just do they like every day? Anything like, happen now? Also, I, I like to think that they they live their life in the day, and at the end of the day they go and like warm themselves back up again, just in case. Is that what's... But don't they say also that Oxley had taken a skull from there and then taken it, and then or don't they try and say he'd taken it and then brought it back again already, or something? The what? Sorry, breaking the, up. The, then. Sc- the skull. Sorry, don't they say that Oxley had already got the skull and he took it to the temple, but then he brought it back again and hid it again? Oh yeah, they that's why he's really, gone mad. Yeah, that's they never really explain that either. Because that's the return, isn't it? He keeps saying return for the film, yeah. doesn't he? And they want the, the skull returned. Yeah. Yeah. But I also don't get, though, because when that skull gets returned, that's when they can fly off, isn't it? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I, I guess. think so, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. the skull that's couldn't like have been key, there, could the it? Ignition key. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. God knows. Strangely. Yeah, so, so basically that's the end, is that they get, to, they get there, and there's this room full of aliens, and they put a skull on an alien, and... Like the initial crystal sort of skull aliens aren't that bad, are they? But when it all no. like joins up and you get the CG grey, sort of like looming yeah. at the camera, yeah, it's a bit like you know when you go to like a science museum and do those like four D, yeah, um, <laughs> CG like things like oh, we're going to like we're going down on Titanic or whatever. It was a bit like that, wasn't it? Like uh, yeah, really quite poor. Well, Very the big poor. the big reveal is that aliens are archaeologists. That's what they were. Yes, it? collecting stuff. Yeah. Collecting stuff. And Ray Winston likes gold, so he dies because he likes gold too much. Yeah, and... I mean, but before he dies, though, he goes... Because uh, Indiana Jones reached out his hand, and he goes, give me your hand. And he goes, Jonesy, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> but what does he mean? Because he knows at that point he's not dead. And they cut back again, and he's still trying to get Indiana Jones' hand. So why, yeah. why is that line there? Why is he no. saying that? There's no... no. Maybe he was a quadruple alien, agent and he was actually an alien all along, and that's the bit you don't see. But yeah. also, Kate Blanchett is greedy for knowledge, and she gets the knowledge, and the alien gives her a really horrible look, and her head explodes. And it's not explained who the aliens are, or why they hate Kate Blanchett, or communists, or. Or why, anything, like, really, or why, why is the quest knowledge a bad thing? Yeah. Well, it's, there's no explanation. Yeah. No explanation Why is her comeuppance? Because the comeuppance makes sense in the Ark Covenant because he wants like total destruction, power and sort of stuff. Mm. That's why. Yeah. You know, everyone's got their comeuppance for a reason. Her comeuppance, yeah, she's been a bit bad on the way there. Yeah. But really, the ants killed all her dudes. She's not actually killed anyone. No. And all she wants is a bit of knowledge and she dies. Yeah. Did you got know that... 
She has got a sword, yeah. Just a bit of fencing. The, uh, the Communist Party of the Russian Federation called for a ban on this film, accusing the production of demonising the Soviet Union. A party what official said, in 1957, the USSR was not sending terrorists to America, but sending the Sputnik satellite into space. Spielberg responded, When we decided the fourth instalment would take place in 1957, we had no choice but to make the Russians the enemy. World War II had just ended and the Cold War had begun. The US didn't have any other enemies at the time. Brilliant. So basically, it's your fault, Russia, because you're the only ones we could pick. Yeah. I couldn't so have made, made someone up. I could make up aliens, but I can't make or, up aliens. Or just not set it in 1957. <laughs> yep. No, sorry. Sorry, Russia. Or not done aliens. Or done anything, literally anything else other than what you did. Yeah, yeah, basically. basically. They were stuck yeah. with an old Harrison Ford, though, weren't they? So they had to kind of make yeah. it a certain period of oh, time. Oh, I suppose, yeah. When yeah, got, I guess. yeah. But it could yeah. have been like... Um, yeah, I don't know. They could whatever have fucked you. Whatever you're going to do, you're going to demonise someone, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. That's why Nazis are so good for film work. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't get the Nazis complaining that they looked particularly no. bad in Indiana Jones. <laughs> no, they actually like the films. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the spaceship takes off, and that's why it's in this list, because we see a UFO take off, and it's definitely yeah. aliens. And earlier on, uh, Alex, you said how... Spielberg um, saved Lucas from the fridge thing. Mm. Here's Lucas, uh, so here's Spielberg speaking to Empire about the uh, spaceship. I sympathise with people who didn't like the MacGuffin, the spaceship, because <laughs> I never liked the MacGuffin. George and I had big arguments about it. I didn't want these things to be aliens or interdimensional beings, but I'm loyal to my best friend. When he writes a story and he believes in it, even if I don't believe in it, I'm going to shoot it the way he envisioned it. Oh my, what does he, what has Lucas got on Spielberg? Like, that is. <laughs> So he's yeah. willing to make an absolutely terrible film. Well, it's not even just a film, is it? It's a, a much-loved franchise and character. You're willing to ruin the whole thing just because George Lucas says, I want aliens in it. Yeah. I don't that, know if I, if I remember that like this film was a long, long time in the making and like a lot of the internet scuttlebutt at the time was about how Lucas had got this great idea and that the only, the only reason they kept trying to make it was because his idea was so good. <laughs> and like in hindsight how weird is that that like this yeah. the, that, that alien thing they, they couldn't come up with anything else yeah and at that, that time must be Spielberg going no come on George anything else <laughs> anything <laughs> and did you did you read about all the other names that the film was given no so to, to distract because there was a huge amount of secrecy around it oh right uh, yes, yeah. so to distract investigative fans from the film's title <laughs> during the filming five fake titles were re- five fake titles were registered with the Motion Picture Association of America including so they're all going to be Indiana Jones so Indiana Jones and the City of Gold oh sorry, the, sorry Indiana Jones and the City of Gods <clears throat> Indiana Jones the Destroyer of Worlds Indiana Jones the Fourth Corner of the Earth and Indiana Jones the Lost City of Gold uh and finally, sorry, Indiana Jones and the Quest for the Covenant. However, the script drafts of this film were called Indiana Jones and the Saucer Men, mm. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Atomic Ants, Indiana Jones and the Son of Indiana Jones, and Indiana Jones and the Mysterians, which is a Japanese film, 1957, which Spielberg wanted them aliens to be called, but realised he couldn't really get away with it because it's another film. Um. The Ons. Well, yeah, it's kind of it's M Y S T E R I A N S, so it's kind of Mysterons, isn't it? But um, but yeah, Indiana Jones and the Son of Indiana Jones that would have been a brilliant title. <laughs> but yeah, all the scripts had different names. All the there's been what was it three major drafts? I think it and was. It's a hell of a lot of different rewrites for it, basically. You, and they're making Indy Five now, aren't they? Uh, 
That is apparently Spielberg's film after. Uh, I think he's doing West Side Story or something. Then he's uh, making Indy, Indy Five. I think um, they should get Chris Pratt in and just start again. Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, they just can't make it like this. It can't be this, can it? <laughs> I mean, this did, is so um, terrible. Do either of you remember the computer game Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis? No, uh, no. An adventure game from the early nineties, which had an, like a brilliant story about him going to fight Atlantis and going to Greece and things like this, and it was all. And I just think they should just adapt that because that's a, that's like another Indiana Jones film in a oh, in a yeah. game form. It does but, sound um, good. It's really good. Um, right. Well, yeah. So I think oh, well. we know our opinions on Childhood this. We all. Ruined. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame we have to watch it again, um, but it's out of the way now. Yeah. Where do we rank Love. this? And oh, you know what's worth worst thing as well is that we can't watch the three because <laughs> they're not science fiction. No, we can't even. Cleanse our even palette. if the universe yeah. is, I don't think so because there's no, there's no like, <laughs> no, yeah. no. Uh, sorry, no, it's just this one. Low, um, really so, low. Chris, where, where are you going to say for Indiana Jones and the King mm, of the Crystal Skull? Let's have a look somewhere down by, um, probably 75, somewhere like that, I'd say. So Deep Blue Sea, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Alex? Uh, near Transformers, so like 85. 85? Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, because yeah. this, this goes back to this whole like, just, you know, like destroying things I loved and I just yeah. think there's no, they're competent yeah, okay. filmmakers. It's not even a well-made, I, I always found myself thinking this isn't even a very well-directed film. I don't yeah. think it, you know, watching Jurassic Part 2, that was a very, you thought, well, this is quite well directed. It's not very, you know, it's not amazing, but it's there's good yeah. action, good pacing. This isn't paced well at all. It's actually right. not very well. And the and CG no, like, is crap. The settings aren't very there's good. There's whole scenes where they're just, it's just done in daylight and it would be much better yeah. if it was done a little bit more moody. Or... There's just, nothing Spielberg about it, is there? Either? There's no. no, like, you couldn't point to this and go, this is a Spielberg film, could you? Or no, subject matter, not like War of the Worlds, which had a few moments in it, which I thought, oh no, this is really interesting, really well done. It's it just... never about any of the framing or how things start or end. No, like, it's just different it's colour palettes, isn't it? It's like, yeah. oh, we're in the desert, it's yellow. We're in a jungle, yeah. it's green. We're in a yeah. temple, it's brown. Like, it, no, no, I'm I think they low. even put that there. They're in a like... bridge, it's black. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, know the, you know at the start when they're in like the, uh, the school and stuff, and everything's got that awful like, oversaturated bloom effect, hasn't it? Which... Yeah. If you think, I think he's trying to emulate the look of those first films, isn't he? But yeah. like, even that has got this tinge of like, you know, After Effects on it and stuff like that. It's horrific, isn't it? Like, yeah, you could literally just go out and film that and just leave it, and you get a better looking film, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, it's, mm. no, low, low, low. I yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking eighty because uh, Superman four is seventy nine, and that's that's another awful fourth thing in a saga, but. Difference being, the early Superman films aren't very good, whereas Indiana mm. Jones they were good. So, mm. but yeah, so I don't we've got think... eighty-five, eighty, and seventy-five. We've got. Is that I don't think it's as imaginative as Theodore Rex. <laughs> I think Theodore Rex had a good central idea, and this isn't, yeah. or at least an interesting idea. Oh wow, you know, it had a, an idea that I thought, well, where are they going to go with this? But I think the idea of this was, yeah, it's just rubbish, and they didn't even believe in it themselves, like you just said. It's no. Should we say eighty-two? Because I think, like. Man's Best Friend. <laughs> you hate that film so yeah, much. That's <laughs> and The Colony and Divergent. Yeah, okay, like, that is okay. a real shit yeah. show there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> and, I, and I like that's the idea of, uh, of Jonathan Frakes' Thunderbirds being higher than... Yeah, <laughs> than I'm, I'm all right with that. That's, a, that's okay. Right, so there we go. Finally ranked, after all this time, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom 
of the Crystal Skull. It's a needlessly worthy title as well. Yeah. Uh, joins the list at 82, so you revised your opinion from that early blog, as have I, as mm. I was also apparently reading through it. Yeah. God knows what we were hepped up on in that know. screening. We were just wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. Drugs. Young and wrong. Yeah. We were probably a bit drunk, as I said before. But... It, it was very sunny as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So we were probably quite hyper. And yeah. I think it was a Friday, wasn't it, as well? So we yeah. were out of work. And, yeah. You know. It was a bit... It was. I think I'd written... That it was like really packed cinema, everyone was buzzing. And that, do you remember yeah. that cinema? It was a Scotiabank. It had those, um, didn't have a Klingon warbird hanging from the ceiling. It did, yeah. And wonderfully, so, uh, the seats were very like steep, weren't they? You had a yeah. great view. Yeah. So I think so it was the experience. It was a perfect storm. Exactly. It was a good experience. Completely. And it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. We made the film better. Right. Well, that's ranked. Let's go and uh, have a word with our future past selves to see what we're watching next week. Alex, let us know from the past future about what we're watching next week. We're watching Westworld next week. And, uh, yeah. The uh, popular HBO television series. No, fuck that noise. It's not that thing. It's the 1973 film that that's based on, which is far better. Not that I've seen the TV uh, series, but... um, Please, give us a synopsis. Well, I didn't... Chris is going to love this. I didn't write a synopsis, so I'm going to have to make one off the top of my head. Oh, my God. So... Yeah. Westworld uh, is a 1973 film and as far as I can remember it's set in the future and there's this planet I think it's a planet and on the wow. planet are different zones <laughs> and you go there on holiday and there's a cowboy zone and there's a Roman zone definitely and then there's one other zone I can't remember and anyway this guy goes to the cowboy planet and Yul Brenner the famous actor from The King and I and also lots of westerns he is one of the robot cowboys and he goes nuts uh, not spoilers uh, and it kind of turns into like the Terminator really um, and that's Westworld have we all seen Westworld? no yes no no oh no, wow. no, Chris I've seen it no oh cool okay you're in for a Fantastic. treat I think I've not seen um, a lot of things yeah. I'd like to just rate your uh TV there. <laughs> Chris has got them down because you made too many references to the fact you couldn't remember stuff, whereas Chris just blags it always yeah, through. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Well, so, uh, yeah, okay. Too honest, but you uh, know. Too honest. Five, five out of ten. Yeah, how was that, Chris? Uh, how was it, Chris? <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Um, did, did you prefer that it was more organic? You're sort of horning in my area now, though, because... <laughs> oh, you don't like it when Mine, I don't read. Uh, I do it for comedy effect. Okay. And you're basically just nicking my jokes. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be more prepared. Uh, maybe not next time. Because it only works after. if someone else is prepared. Okay. Yeah, I'll try and be more prepared. Maybe not next time, but the time after. Okay. Which is about like six weeks in the future, I think, isn't yeah. it? In terms of the listening public. But, yeah, because it's getting so confusing. Right, so let's watch the trailer uh, for Westworld. Let's see if I've got the zones right. It's definitely a Roman one. Or is it ancient Greece? Oh, it sounds like Crystal Maze. Your attention, please. We will soon be landing at Westworld, the ultimate resort. We have you on grid five, over. It consists of three worlds of the past. Locking in now. Worlds where you can live out your every fantasy. There's Roman world, the lusty, decadent delights of Imperial Pompeii. Notify ground crews. Medieval world, chivalry and combat in 13th century Europe. 
and Westworld. Lawless violence on the American frontier of 1880. For you, for you. Fake echo in there. I think I got it quite right, most of the plot. Yeah. I like how they got Yul Brynner. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know, uh, yeah. do you know who directed this, Chris, and wrote it, in fact? Um, no. Michael Crichton. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Jurassic Park fame. I knew that because I did the research. There's a lot of uh, parallels here, isn't there? Like, the theme park goes wrong. Yeah. One um, trick definitely. pony, perhaps. Oh, yeah, no, he did. Trust in reliable computers that can never. Yeah. Um, no, it's a guy with a moustache no hold on I, I haven't seen this but I get the feeling I've seen all the holodeck episodes of Star Trek and <laughs> I feel like a lot of ground will be covered yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> I remember really enjoying it yeah I've not seen it for many years but yeah good film um, it reminds me of, have you seen Coma no Another Michael Crichton film from very similar of, yeah, uh, era, where they're like keeping people's bodies like in suspended animation. Mm. Like, oh, that sounds good. But they're like that's a really good film. Anyway, uh, yeah, so cool. So uh, join us next week where we'll be watching Westworld. For now, back to Future Us. And we're back to the present. Past here, which is now, and <laughs> this is going to go tits up. There's <laughs> yeah. be trailers flying around. Uh, Sam's uh, talking to Sam's. Uh, before we go, Alex, let us know what is going on in the world of social media. Okay, so Twitter is SF Rating System, Instagram is Science Fiction Rating System, Facebook is FFSF Rating System. You can email us at Science Fiction Rating System at gmail.com. One film now, it's not three films, just send us a film, any film, any film you like, but not. And a reason. Jones. Oh, and a reason, yeah. More reason, the more likely it'll get picked yeah. or read out, yeah. More detail you put in, the more we're going to want to do it. Uh, and the website, which is a nice website, I think it's a lovely website, is sciencefictionratingsystem.com. And we're on, what are we on? iTunes, YouTube, Podmatic. Spotify. Yeah. Stitcher. All these places. Find Everywhere. us. Download us. I've Thank just you. been told the podcast this week has gone up and is four minutes long, so I've got to go fix that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, oh, dear. Uh, someone just said that this week's podcast, it cuts off after two minutes 32. So oh, dear. Oh. I better go and fix that. Like quality control department, though. Yeah, yeah. Instant. Uh, shout now. out to Matt, Matt for that. Thanks Thank for you. the heads up. Thanks, um, Matt. Get on that, Sam. Get on it. Go back in time. I'll be on it. I'll go back on time. About eight weeks. God knows where to. But for now, that's the end. Uh, I'll see you all soon. Good night. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.